Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I hate to break it, you're not the same as anyone here. But we can take it, we're short of brown around, or we're queer. I've got a feeling we are onto something here. Francis Wider, this is Global Pillage, the comedy panel show in which we pillage the globe for the many implausible ways of the human race. Diversity is very much the name of our game, but not the official name. That's Global Pillage. Let's hear some more names. The names of our teams. On my right, playing for the Michael Legs, it's Michael Legg and Michael Legg. <laughs> and on my left, playing for Full Pints, Avery Edison and Desiree Birch. <laughs> Uh, so first of all, I ask the panellists what makes you diverse. So Michael Legg, this is... There is no one like me. <laughs> I am a unique snowflake. <laughs> That's what makes me... I'm unpopular. That's what a unique snowflake really is. I'm completely unpopular. I feel that in, in as, as much as I'm connecting with this audience as I do to automatic doors. I don't know... Are you one of the, I am that person that walks up to an automatic door and the door does nothing until someone else comes along who is funnier. And Michael Legg, you were also called Michael Legg. This is a show about diversity, but in a very real way, you are the least diverse team we've ever had on, given that you're both white Northern Irishmen called Michael Legg. <laughs> From the same county. From the same county. And Legg's not even a Northern Irish name, is it? No. Where, where's it from? We think France. We, we think France. Uh, how do you differ from the other Michael Legg? Michael Legg. So I'm an actor. I'm I'm absolutely not a comedian. So this <laughs> will become very apparent as things progress. And so I'm the, I'm the non-funny person on this comedy panel. I. You don't need to put in vertical commas right now. Oh, <laughs> That's really. Sorry, that was rude. <laughs> um, I I I'm I'm half Irish, half English. Yeah. Uh, my dad's from London originally. 
I, my mom's from Northern Ireland. I was brought up in Northern Ireland. Um, my dad had to convert to Catholicism to marry my mum. My dad swam the English Channel when I was seven. This is turning into Parkinson more than anything, isn't it, really? Yeah, very good. Okay, so uh, the Michael Eggs. Now we come to the full pints. Desiree Birch, oh, yeah. uh, how are you diverse? Um, so let's see, I am also American, uh, and as such, I've been hired for my diversity on several different occasions, because that's what we do back in the States. I am uh, black, I'm female, I am round in most places as well. Um, I'm uh, trying to think of other things, but I'm No, you've got a lot. You, yeah. you, you, I took all of their things as well, that's yeah, why yeah. they're just Michael Eggs. Yeah, I mean, if you changed your name to Michael Egg, you'd really fuck both of their careers. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in a very real way, being the more diverse. Hi, Avery Edison, how are you diverse? I'm a transgender woman, and in these troubled political times, uh, I just want to say that anyone in the audience, if you are attracted to me in any way, that is a progressive uh, act. <laughs> and I want to congratulate you for <laughs> striking back against hate. I have my phone with me. I'm on Happen and Tinder. And both of them are turned on and logging my location right now. So swipe right if you um, swipe right if you don't hate. Swipe right if you love the left. Oh, that, that's oh, it's. I feel like you had quite a lot of them getting their phones out to look at Tinder until you said swipe right if you love the left, and I feel like you lost about seventy-five percent of your potential yes, dates. All of your conservative lovers out there just got turned <laughs> off. <laughs> no, I felt they just they didn't like the wordplay. Um, <laughs> That's what I saw happening. I'm Francis White, and I'm diverse because I'm hosting a comedy panel show, and I'm a lady person. (laughs) And making sure no joke goes uncorrected, like a one-man Twitter, please welcome in Pedden's Corner, our adorable doctrinaire, Ned Sedgwick. Hi. And on keys and songs, the throbbingly talented Mark Hodge. Mark Hodge on keyboard. What makes you diverse? Uh, I can't draw. I can't draw. (laughs) Really, it's more of a problem than you would imagine. Certainly at school, it was an absolute nightmare because every time they make you write some nice little thing about what you did at the weekend, they make you draw some fucking picture of it. And so turning what would be quite a pleasant thing to do on a Monday morning into a total nightmare. Yeah, I bet you feel pretty stupid now, Avery, for your diversity. Yeah. <laughs> Desiree Birch. I yeah. mean, I feel like we were all at school. We knew that one person who could draw, who everyone had. Where, where did you, did you go to school at some sort of art academy or something? Everybody could draw better than me at that school. Oh. Ned Sedgwick, how are you diverse? Well, I mean, for once, I'm actually incredibly relieved because, as you can imagine, this is a nightmare question for me because I'm white, straight, middle class, literally the least diverse person ever. And then the Michael Legs came along. Yeah. Oh, my God. I Thank you. I mean, I asked Deborah time and time again, Find two people with the same name, bring them on, make sure they're both white men. Great. We are pretty sexy. (laughs) Relieved. And And also on Tinder. On every episode of Global Pillage, our hive uses their mind to create something akin to music. Over to you, Mark. So I just need a letter from A to G from anyone. Put your hand up. F. F. Okay, good start. Like it. Next. 
Yes, okay. Work with that. Mozart did better than that when he was four, but I don't want us to get discouraged. Okay, next. G. Yeah, it works. Anyone next? A bit in a musical, doesn't it? Hang on, hang on. Is this a bit That's Close Encounters. <laughs> You've ripped off Close Encounters. Not me, I find the audience have ripped yeah. off Close Now, the first round is on death. <laughs> All the teams get a chance to answer, but you get more points if you buzz in first with a correct answer. The hive mind gets a chance to answer after both teams of comedians have answered. Fingers on buzzers. In Turkey, why would you only accept chewing gum in the day? Full pints. Uh, it's just a local custom in Turkey. <laughs> Best answer. <laughs> that is correct. But I don't feel correct at full enough answer to be awarded points. I feel if I was your teacher oh, and this okay. was GCSE, Sorry. I would say, could you please expand? Yes, I can actually. Mm. It's a local custom in Turkey that they observe during the day. <laughs> in is, their mouths. Is that your final answer, the full pints? Yes. Yeah. Okay, the, the Michael Lex. Remembering the round is about death. Why, in Turkey, would you only accept chewing gum in the day? In case you're poisoned. Right. Why would you be poisoned? That's another question. I think, I think he's already got a point. Right. So. In case you're poisoned, why would people poison you with chewing gum at night? I don't know, they can make a quick getaway without being seen. It's <laughs> like a plot in a sort of Agatha Christie, isn't it now? Yeah. I'm not okay. a comedian, so... Is that your point? You don't need to say that on every question, Sorry, Michael, to be fair. You've covered that this in your introduction. This is how we failed his exams. <laughs> every question. I'm not a comedian. The answer is 1066. <laughs> uh, full pipes, do you have a second answer? Yes, because you're asleep. Right, don't <laughs> chew gum at night because you're asleep. And it might get stuck in your yeah. hair no. or that of a loved one. At and the very least, you. lay on your side. Yeah. Right, okay. In, We've in, all watched Breaking Bad. In case you're asleep. Oh, yes, that was a terrible episode, wasn't it? <laughs> so, Michael Lex, it's about death. Do you have any answer? But, about death? Yeah. No, 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 I'm only a comedian, okay? Hive mind. Do you have anything better than that? And by anything better than that, I mean anything. <laughs> So you don't get stuck in your dreams. So you don't get stuck in your dreams. That's a poetical answer. You don't want to go into the afterlife with lockjaw. Because you don't want to go into the afterlife with lockjaw. Uh, anything else? It's just seen as very rude. Very rude. <laughs> <laughs> That's basically okay. what I said. Okay. Uh, if you think you have a chance of chewing gum making you get stuck in your dreams, buzz now. Yeah, that's no, not bad, sir. Uh, if you think that it's because you wouldn't want to go into the afterlife with lockjaw, buzz now. Uh, if you think it's just very rude, buzz now. Oh, they've gone for just very rude. Michael Legg, they're your sort of audience. Uh, 
fact, it is because at night, if you're chewing gum, you're said to be chewing dead flesh. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of a weird one that they've got these uh, traditions about ghouls and how ghouls would go to uh, graveyards and, and chew dead flesh. But also, they're scared as well that you'll fall asleep and start chewing your cheeks off. And that you'll develop Just taste keep human chewing flesh. all of your face oh. off and all of Yeah, so it's kind of a myth, which I saw a lot in Glastonbury, and there didn't seem too many times there. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Chewing Isn't chewing sweat. flesh just eating dinner? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well, no. Oh no, oh no, oh no, oh no. It didn't say human flesh, it just said no, flesh, no, no, right? no, 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 okay. If Michael, anyone would like me to chew on that flesh, <laughs> Just, can we just say now, Michael Egg, the comedian, is in fact a vegan. Very vegan. Very vegan. Militantly vegan. Thank you for that, Woo. Yes. <laughs> who, who I'll would? take that home and make sandwiches with it. <laughs> <laughs> Were you the Woo? Are you also vegan? I am also vegan. Oh, lovely. Are you single? <laughs> no. Oh, that's a shame. Because Michael Egg always is. <laughs> in, depends what you mean. Can I, can I just say, um, you may feel very proud to be a vegan, but there's actually no ethical consumption within capitalism, so... <laughs> but I'm not the only single one on the panel. <laughs> Japan! Why would you tuck your thumbs in if you pass a graveyard? The full pint. Uh, you don't want to be mistaken for maybe like uh, sticking your thumb out and, and hitching a ride uh, across the river sticks or whatever <laughs> culturally appropriate Japanese equivalent there is. Okay, because you don't want the ghost to think you're hitching a ride. Well, surely uh, you're just not wanting any of the dead to think it's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, guys. I like that you're dead. <laughs> So it's an ancient Facebook reference, okay? <laughs> Facebook has been around a long time. Too long, I would say. Too long. Okay, hive mind. In Japan, why would you tuck your thumbs in if you pass a graveyard? Respect for the dead. Respect for the dead, right. But in what way are you showing them respect? Hiding your thumbs. Hiding your thumbs, okay. <laughs> That ancient sign of respect for hiding your thumbs. Okay, respect, yes? Uh, so they don't get bitten off by hungry dead people. Oh, so they don't get bitten off by hungry dead people. Okay, so are you going to go for respect for the dead, Buzz now? Hungry dead people, Buzz now? Uh, in fact, it is to protect your parents. This is because the Japanese word for thumb literally translates as parent finger. Oya, parent, yubi, finger. And so by hiding it, you are protecting your parents from death. Presumably, in the graveyards, there are teenagers there who have just had a huge row with their parents, who are just wandering around the graveyard, brandishing their thumbs left, right and centre, in an act of, sort of familial terrorism. I, I, actually, I actually find this whole thing in bad taste that you and brother, because you know that these aren't my birth thumbs. <laughs> It's true. Michael it's good to see them still happy were... after all these years. <laughs> Michael Egg's thumbs were, uh, were attached when he was four years old. <laughs> what was the purpose of the London General Mourning Warehouse on Regent Street, which opened in 1841? For all of your mourning needs. <laughs> black everything. Everything in black. Lots of tombstones. It's a mourning warehouse. It's a superstore of mourning. Superstore of mourning. Yes. Yeah, you don't need to buzz again. You've, you, you're in. 
You don't need to buzz again again. You're I'll in. buzz as many times as I like. You gave me a buzzer, you deal with the consequences. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, was it just like the sister store to the evening warehouse? <laughs> oh. <laughs> the sister store to the evening warehouse? Homonyms. Or, or morning, 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 50% off all your morning. Mm-hmm. The bike of legs? Is it so Ed Byrne could start his voiceover career early? <laughs> Come down to the morning warehouse. It's wow. Reference, it's very dated. I'll give you that. Mobley. Mobley. Remember Mobley. Little Mobley. There you go. There you go. There you go. There Someone you go. It. Oh, sudden reveal. Now I'm Northern Irish too. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Thank you for turning round and finding solitude. <laughs> what the fuck did she say? <laughs> I know. White people are awful, aren't I mean, they? <laughs> I mean, I'm from the British Isles too, so it's basically the same. Hive <laughs> <laughs> <High> mind. <laughs> what was the purpose of the London General Morning Warehouse on Regent Street, which opened in 1841? Yes? Just go on and mourn whoever was in there. <laughs> Just a place if you didn't have anyone to mourn, where you could go and find mourn whoever was in there. Anyone else? You could hire professional mourners. You could hire professional mourners at fifty percent off. <laughs> anyone else? To mourn dead generals. Mourn dead generals. Ah, the general mourning warehouse, London general. Mourn dead generals. These are good answers, Hive Mind. Much better than the team's answers. <laughs> okay, so if you think it was to mourn whoever was in there, so you could go in if you didn't have anyone to mourn, Buzz now. They don't like that one. Uh, if it was to hire professional mourners, you're a rich person, you want more people mourning you, Buzz now. Or if it was to mourn dead generals, Buzz now. In fact, it was a warehouse that provided mourning clothes very quickly. Their advertisement said they would bring their tailors anywhere in the kingdom for when the emergencies of sudden unexpected mourning require the immediate execution of mourning colours. Ned Sedgwick, what would be a mourning emergency? Well, it was bad luck to have uh, mourning clothes in your house. So you always had to get them delivered to you when someone died. But it was also really bad manners not to be in your mourning clothes immediately. So they couldn't have them in the house, but they had to have them on straight away. So this is where the London General Mourning Warehouse, or Jay's, as it was called, come to Jay's. Um, How am I not right here? (laughs) I think Desiree Birch was a bit right. It was for all your morning needs. I mean, she didn't have the emergency bit. I was going to reveal who was right after, and it was you, Desiree. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the end of the round. Thank you. The hive, the hive mind and the Michael legs are tied in second place with no points. And the full points are running away with it with 15 points. Nice. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. 
That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The next round is everyone's favorite round. Ian's. What is the meaning of this foreign phrase which we have literally translated into English? Fingers on buzzers. In Holland, they say, he's getting the French whiplash. What do they mean? <laughs> the full pints? He's getting it really, really hard. So hard that it's, you know, giving him whiplash. You know what I'm saying when I'm saying it. He's getting just... <laughs> all French stuff. <laughs> what? He's getting banged really, really hard. That's what I'm trying to say. The French whiplash, right? Okay. So the Fr- you're getting the French whiplash if you're being everything French really, is about really sex. This is what Americans think. French that- toast, uh, obviously. <laughs> French horn. Mm-hmm. I mean, what, what brass instrument is sexier? The tartan. Uh, French lieutenant's woman. <laughs> the Michael legs. If someone says you're getting the French whiplash. What are they saying about you? I would have said blow job. <laughs> you would have said blow job? <laughs> okay. Again, that's why I failed his exams. <laughs> I would think the French horn would be more a blow job than the French whiplash. French whiplash? Isn't that how Princess Diana does? <laughs> oh! Mr. Carphone Warehouse taking us back to 97 again. <laughs> Not left 97. <laughs> Not at all. That's how diverse I am. Um, hive mind. If somebody said in Holland that you were getting the French whiplash, what would they mean? You've been hit in the face by garlic or onions whilst riding your bicycle. <laughs> You've been hit in the face by garlic and onions while riding your bicycle. It's a very specific yeah. event to need a whole idiom, isn't it? Uh, what else could it mean? The French whiplash, yes. Have you had a speeding ticket? Speeding ticket. Okay. Sunburn. Sunburn. Okay. Beheaded? You're beheaded. <laughs> That's right. That's the wrong answer. Yeah. So, it now. Would you like to join the hive mind, my colleague? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you have him? <laughs> They're all right. They're all right. I'm uh, in the minority again. <laughs> like all the Remainers. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, seriously, too soon. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. Uh, so I guess that is too soon. You're right. Yeah, too soon. Um, hit in the head uh, with garlic and onions while riding a bicycle. Buzz now. Speeding ticket. Buzz now. 
Sunburned Buzz Now. <laughs> Beheaded Buzz Now. <laughs> that was always going to be the most popular one. In fact, it is doing something in a hurry. If you're doing something in a hurry, you're getting a French whiplash. Where does that come from, Ned? Why do the Dutch people think the French are in a hurry? Because they think they just kind of sit around and don't really do anything. The kind uh. of concept of French people in Holland is that they're a bit lazy compared to the Dutch. Who get, I mean, this is just in Holland. This isn't a view shared by Global Pillage. Um, <laughs> it's not legally. I'm not just in Holland, actually, all of the Netherlands, because Holland is just one region of the Netherlands. So the, it's called the French whiplash, because if the French do anything in a hurry, they get whiplash, because yeah. the Dutch have decided that they are often a bit slow yeah. and indolent. So this is actually a bit of a race, not a racist, a xenophobic question that we've, put, we've slid in here. It is. Yes. <laughs> and, I mean, we the whole concept of the show is a bit xenophobic yeah. sometimes, <laughs> isn't it? No, it isn't. Cultures are weird. <laughs> no. What, what are the Japanese saying about cats gone? <laughs> not weird what's Japanese. We just had a question about London in the olden times. So it's also... <laughs> so it's all fine. It's, no, it's, we also find the past funny as well as other countries. Um, 1997 especially yeah it's hilarious uh, so the French person in the audience did you know this stereotype that the Dutch have for you yes Why did... I didn't really realise it was just the French I knew about Belgium the, the side that is French is considered being very lazy by the side that is not French that's quite interesting because I didn't actually have an answer so I just made up all that I said about the Dutch <laughs> considering the French lazy because I thought it would sound right oh, uh, okay. so I'm quite glad that is the actual answer <laughs> Very good, very good, well done. Ned is blagging nine-tenths of everything he says, and that should be taken into account. In Croatian, someone might say, that's the balls of a swan. What do they mean? Very pretty, but a bit dangerous. <laughs> very pretty, but a bit dangerous. Like you, my colleague. Me? Mm. <laughs> Confusing, isn't it? It's confusing. I think as a team you're very pretty and a bit dangerous. <laughs> Thank you very much. And if you were to be a double act, I think that's how you should bill yourselves. Yeah. The full pints? Is it the lone ugly part of something beautiful? The lone ugly part of something beautiful? Like my personality for my body. <laughs> <laughs> or Northern Ireland for the UK. <laughs> I've mind. Uh, yes. Expensive but useless. Expensive but useless. Aggressive. Aggressive. Owned by the Queen. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, if you think it's expensive but useless, buzz now. If you think it's aggressive, buzz now. If you think it's owned by the Queen, buzz now. You can't help yourselves, can you? Uh, in fact, it's something that's non-existent because you never see them. Can I say I'm feeling uh, like I have quite a lot in common with the swans because as a transgender woman, it's been a while since I've seen my balls too. There we go. That's a good, that's a good classic joke. That's not, that's not Avery messing around with the format like I've been doing the whole time. That's a good... Yeah, no, it's good. that one, Tom. <laughs> In Poland, they say, did an elephant stomp on your ear? What do they mean? The full pints. It's an equivalent to, like, did I stutter? You know, like, do I need to repeat myself if someone says, like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, did an elephant stomp on your ear? 
Uh, so, did you not hear me, Michael X? Does it mean your skull is incredibly caved in? <laughs> <laughs> your skull is caved... I've noticed. <laughs> your skull is caved in. Uh, hive mind. Did you get out of bed the wrong side? Did you get out of bed the wrong side? Yeah, the side where there's a fucking eye. (laughs) (laughs) Did you get out of bed the wrong side? Anything else I've mind? I hung over. Did you get into a fight? Did you get into a fight? Like the Polish version is, are your ears burning or something? Okay, if you think it's get out of bed the wrong side, buzz now. If you think it's you're hungover, buzz now. Did you get into a fight, buzz now? It's burning. Do buzz now. You're all wrong. It's you have terrible taste in music. (laughs) So I think we should adopt that if it's not cultural appropriation. Well, I've got great taste in music. Shed 7, Jing. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the end of the round. The hive mind of the Michael Legs keeping it steady with no points. Actually, everyone's keeping it steady because the full pints have 15 points still. Next round is the team's round. A member of each team has come prepared if they read their emails with a question based on their cultural family background. Audience, if one of you had a question for the teams, that would be bloody wonderful. The Michael Legs, do you have a question for the full pints? I have one that's very specific to my hometown, which is... Yeah, great. So, after going out of an evening, um, the kind of local burger shop... Uh, oh, this is specific. <laughs> <laughs> so, the place is called Fryer Turks, and you order your chicken burger, and, you, and the girl says, or the guy says, do you want plenty? And you say, yeah, I'll have plenty. What is plenty? A less vegan question than I was expecting to come from your team, Michael. <laughs> But, uh, well, it's only one person had a chicken burger. I mean, <laughs> loads of people behind you were going, uh, is your veggie burger made without eggs? Yeah, it is. It's a, actually a lovely place. <laughs> uh, <laughs> in Fryer Tux, <laughs> if they asked you if you wanted plenty on your burger, on your chicken burger, what would they be meaning? Uh, does it, is it just a shortening of plenty? Would you like plenty of chips? Uh, what, is the plenty on the chicken burger? No, with, like as a side. Oh, you're having a chicken burger. Would you like plenty of chips? <laughs> uh, is that your final answer? Yeah. Okay, does, is it, does it really mean plenty? It, it means plenty, and it means plenty of cold slot. Ah. ah. Do they get half a point for that? Because they got the plenty, but not of what? Of what? Uh, I think the, the plenty part of it was fairly obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll give you five points because I'll look like a dick otherwise. So. Okay. Uh, but look at the twists of the old Irish coleslaw. <laughs> <laughs> the full pints. Do you have a question for the hive mind? Uh, yes. So um, I have a question uh, from my hometown of the United States of America. Um, and it's uh, particular to uh, African American culture because that's the one that I came from. Uh, the question is, what is a conch? C-O-N-K. Do you have any more context for them? It's just, what um, is a conch? So it's a, a conch is something that you might get done to you. Oh, that you might get done to you. The white crowd being very careful with this answer. <laughs> <laughs> you can't really tell them yes or no until they've decided yeah. as a group. Otherwise you're helping them. <laughs> is it a pajazzle? <laughs> <laughs> 
it's an ugly name for a vajazzle, a conk. Yeah. I wouldn't have one if it was called that. <laughs> you have so many, you have plenty. <laughs> I have plenty. Um, plenty of vajazzles. I, I always do very go to fried ducks for them. Um, anyone else? Some what? kind of hair process. A hair process. Like extension. Hair extensions. Okay, Some is it weird a... assumptions coming up? Aren't yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, anything else? Tattoo. A tattoo. All right. If you think it's a vajazzle, buzz now. If you think it's a tattoo, buzz now. If you think it's a hair process, buzz now. <laughs> Is it? Yes, all, oh. all of my things are about hair. So um, a conch was uh, the sort of pompadour that like, you know, people like James Brown and Nat King Cole had in the early part of the 1900s. Great, so the hive might have scored. <laughs> hive mind, do you have a question for the Michael Eggs? Yes, so if you had mafushwa in Zimbabwe, what would you need to sort it out? Oh, if you had mafushwa, what would you need to sort it out? Good question. Caniston. <laughs> Caniston? Other uh, Michael Egg? Rich parents. <laughs> they sort out everything, to be fair. Is it a, a medicational rich parent? No, it's um, very badly tangled hair. Oh, it's another hair question. Another good hair question. <laughs> uh, oh, it's a, you need a conditioner. But could you? But rich parents could buy you a conditioner, yeah, couldn't they? And that's why it was a good answer. So technically. Yeah. yeah. In a very real way, well, though. Technically, no. no. Uh, <laughs> Vaguely, yes, but no. Could, could okay. we get some extra points? Because I think you could solve that problem by getting a, a conk. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the end of the round. <laughs> the Michael Legs, still on no points. The Hive Mind, with 15 points now. Nice. <laughs> the full point still in first place with 20 points. <laughs> They I now think... feel more in competition with you because they've yeah. scored. We were the ones who didn't talk about Princess Diana. Remember that <laughs> when you cheer. No, I still th- I've not been exactly endearing myself. <laughs> the next round is our World War II sexting round. During World War II, sweethearts sending each other telegrams would use acronyms to disguise the true nature of their communications because letters were being censored. So, for example, Norwich stands for knickers off, ready when I come home. (laughs) This is the round in which we realise that our generation didn't invent sex. We didn't even invent sexting. Our grandchildren won't wear poppies in our honour. They won't even wear hashtags because they'll be dead from the climate change we're deliberately causing. (laughs) The teams will have 30 seconds, pen and paper, and Mark Hodge distracting them with sentimental music to solve this acronym. And the acronym is... Wales! Go! Wales! W-A-L-E-S. You can play along too if you have notes on your phone. What did it mean if a soldier sent home a letter that said Wales, that wasn't from Wales, or going to Wales? And time! The Michael X! Well, I've got one, but Michael Legg has got a far superior one. Okay, my, do, my, do one is, my one is, we all love Elliot Smith, <laughs> which would endear that person to me a lot. Oh, that's uh, He made looking. a lot of great records in the late 90s. Um, <laughs> Michael. Um, 
Would anal love ever suffice? <laughs> Would anal love ever suffice? Are you sure you're not the comedian on this team, Michael? <laughs> uh, no. Full pints. Uh, uh, with all love's endearments and snogs. <laughs> all love's endearments. And snogs. <laughs> yes, the and is implied. Uh, we're not there. My one is specifically directed to Michael Legg. <laughs> Sorry. Whinging. Buddy. All right, leave England, scumbag. <laughs> what you mean, and go home to other England? <laughs> Why can't you just get rid of Northern Ireland British person? Just snip it off. You know what that's like. (laughs) (laughs) The show's over, everyone go home. (laughs) Be safe. Anyone interest? Anyone from the audience got anything? Wanking a lot. Extra sheets. (laughs) (laughs) Wanking a lot. Extra sheets. If you didn't hear of that at home. Wanking a lot. Extra sheets. That's your answer, Hive Mind. Um, In fact, the real answer is with a love eternal, sweetheart. I know. We've used most of the filthy ones up now over the last couple of seasons, and we're on to the sweet ones. Ned, uh, do any of those deserve points for creativity? Yeah, <laughs> the hive mind got five points for creativity. Oh. Yeah. And the Michael legs are off the board because they also got five points for creativity. Oh. The final round is the smash the patriarchy round. <laughs> patriarchy took over. (laughs) We're not going to be able to smash the patriarchy with that level of enthusiasm. (laughs) The final round is the smash the patriarchy round. (laughs) For our final round, we have just one question about a minority. Hang on, is that that literally how revolution happened? Like the French Revolution, let's storm the Bastille! I can't hear you! It came out of a French comedy panel show. <laughs> it was the last round. There's a fine line between revolution and Anton Deck's Saturday takeover. <laughs> this is Anton Deck's Saturday takeover. Um, <laughs> the final round is the smash the patriarchy round. That was really good. <laughs> Man. <laughs> I don't know. Are you, what are you complaining about? Your no, joke. Complain, you said something really funny. And... <laughs> Wash my hands of the whole thing. They, they didn't laugh because they've been trained not to laugh at women by the patriarchy. <laughs> For our final round, we have just one question about a minority group who successfully rose up and managed to overcome their hardships and throw off the yoke of the oppression, also known as the stick it to the man round. There's only one question in this round because as Ned Sedgwick assured me in an email, this hardly ever happens and when it does, it's not funny, people die. What do you want from me? <laughs> correct answer to this question gets you double points. In December 2013, the Romanian government planned to excavate a new gold mine in a residential area. How did people living there protest against the plans? Full pipes. 
I don't know, but I just wish they'd been here so they could have voted Remain. <laughs> Again, another classic joke, and it's gone down really, really well. So. The Michael X. What's a silent protest? You know, like the audience. <laughs> Hive minds. How did Romanian people protest against the government who were trying to dig up a gold mine under their houses? They got naked. They got naked. They dig it all up themselves. They dug it up themselves. They buried a local government officer alive. <laughs> they buried a government officer alive. Uh, so, audience, if you think it was they got naked, buzz now. Um, if you think it was they buried an officer alive, buzz now. If you think they dug it up themselves, buzz now. Uh, that is the closest. They actually went into the courtyard of the National Parliament and started digging it up while holding signs up saying digging for gold. <laughs> and it worked, yeah, Ned? No, well, it's kind of still ongoing, but yeah, it's, there's been some seriously, there's good progress and it doesn't look like the gold mine will go ahead. Uh, but there's always a bit of a risk that it might anyway, which isn't the fully optimistic answer, but it is the real world, and it's better than most people get, so... Right, OK, so this is not so much a smash the patriarchy question as to slow the patriarchy yes. down. <laughs> okay. All right, well, that's just as good sometimes. And it's the end of the show! In third place, with five points, it's a Michael Legs. And we have a winner, because in second place, with 20 points, it's a full pints, and the Hive Mind win with 25. Congratulations to the winners who successfully pillaged the globe like cultural Vikings, and kudos to the losers who refrained from any kind of a cultural appropriation, even where it comes to facts. Please give it up for the Michael Eggs! Michael Eggs, Michael Eggs! catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. 